If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. You are listening to Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Time to get embarrassed with us. It looks like it looks like we have now entered not only a new decade, but we have a truly remarkable guest with us. Today. Oh my God! Where are we? Are in the rec room. This is Bushwick. This is Brooklyn. This is New York City. This Back is on Lost Radio Free and Rewound Radio Free Brooklyn Thursdays from three to four p.m. My name is Alon, and I'm Will Hasty. My last name is Danziger. But it's okay. You don't need to know that. I'm just more Danzig than Danzig. That's all you need to know. Uh, we do the show from the rec room every week here uh, for RFB as a way to dig into your past and learn a little bit about how you got from there to here. Uh, yes, it's a fortunate uh, endeavor that we should be able to bring this program in where you can listen to your past self and gain an objective ear to learn how you got from there to here. If you want to listen to past episodes and get a feel for what kind of ideas people have had in the past on this show, you can check out our archives on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and um, I suppose you can go to our website if you really want to. What is that website? It's www.radiofreebrooklyn.org. And I really got to say, slash, guys, not backslash. You always slash. get that. You always, get, always say backslash. You always do the backslash. I always say backslash. But it's not just you. It's to like, recap. Are you left-handed too? I am left-handed. Shut up. <laughs> Dude, we're driving home and I go, and if you look to our right, that's your left, you dyslexic little shit. RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash L-A-R. and rewound. Slash L-A-R, and they'll bring you to our profile page where you can see the drop-down player powered by Megaphone, and you can click with the button any one of our episodes from the past oh god almost four years now it's insane you're nearing an insane number of episodes yeah we have we are hearing guests let's uh do a little intro music and get them properly introduced so shall we go forge on i am very excited to forge on forge on his return to the show this time with entourage we have marcus jade in the rec room as our first official guest of 2020 
Hello, hello. You can find Marcus all over Brooklyn hosting, curating, and producing intimate musical gatherings through Artery. Happy to say, continually, he currently has two albums out now, which can be found on Bandcamp. We're going to talk about all that. So welcome back, Marcus. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. It is a cypher for eyes, sir. Indeed, indeed. (laughs) Welcome back, Marcus. And who have you brought with you today? I have brought the lovely Heather Elizabeth. Also known as Eli. Hey. Hello. Nice to meet you, Eli. Nice to meet you all. Thank you for having me. Before we started recording, I heard that you guys uh, met in Colorado. Was that a show that you were playing at for your roommate, Eli? Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a paid gig, by the way. So Hell yeah. yeah. Nice. She paid. <laughs> nice. She no, paid top dollar. Yeah, no, she was like, I don't want to bring my friend Marcus out. He, I knew him from... Um, Brooklyn, wherever I don't know where we are. Somewhere, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all over Somewhere the place. deep where they the industrial. <laughs> Actually, I tell you, I'll tell you now. This is for this is gonna be on the record, right? Oh, no. oh man. Okay, so I do met it, do it. I met Julia at Tilt. It's called something else now. It's not Tilt anymore, but it well, was it's called. Tilt. It's it called, was now. Tilt. It's called the Vault. The Formerly known as Tilt. <laughs> um, yeah, I met her at the at the McKibben Lofts mm-hmm. and. She was actually with Paperboy, the Prince. Paperboy? What? Yeah, but Paperboy, you know how there's like a like the DJ in the in the dance little area and one side in the bar and one side. So Paperboy uh went down to the DJ area chilling out and Julia was there. Uh, it may have been sort of around my birthday, but it was definitely a moment of just like not to throw any shade on tilt, but you know, there was there were only two patrons there at oh. that point in time, and it was just you know, myself and Julia. Yeah, I I heard it it has uh, changed ownership, uh, and it has like a different sort of direction now, and it's doing a little better from what I understand. It is, so it is now a let it, drag let it be. bar, and it's actually it's a lot of fun. Got to say, oh really? Yeah. Cool, cool. And she was very nice. She was very nice, and we had a, we had a nice conversation. Yeah. And she was like, "So what do you do?" And I was like, "I make music." And she was like, "Oh wow, when can I see you perform?" And I was like, "Uh, next week." And sure enough, she came. She came to my show that was on a rooftop party. And the reason why I remember her so vividly is because the co-founder of Artery was there at the show, and Julia was there. And every time she would get the craziest seat, she would stand very close at the edge of the roof, like almost (laughs) about to fall. And Vladik was like, you're really cute. You're making me nervous. Could you please step down? And it was, she was just like, no, this is the best seat in the house. (laughs) (laughs) The life and death definitely makes shows more fun. And I was like, yeah. And so, and then after that, it was, you know, it was a friendship. So. That's awesome. There's must be such a huge undertaking that comes with uh, treating your musical performances in the same way that you turn your social um, dial on. So like yeah. you're you're networking, but you're also bonding and making real like close friendships. Yeah. What comes first when like you're going to these sort of engagements? Do you go into it as a person or do you go into it as the musician? As a person, because at the end of the day, I'm a human being and the artistry has to be um, relatable. I've always tried to be my best self. And one of the things that I just always try to do is be receptive to all the people that I kind of meet. Unless it's like one of those situations that 
you're around artists and there's a show going on and somebody's performing me as an artist never comes into play until the mention of oh and by the way you know i make music that's when you i start to become marcus j the guy that's pitching for you to come to the show <laughs> but generally speaking like i always really just try to be just try to be me and try to be receptive flexible genuine so that way you know at the end of the day you know you kind of especially for the the type of music that i play i have to be myself there's no other way about it i can't fake it i have to be myself and i have to present who i am are those two things so separate because you say you got to be yourself to play the music the kind of music you got to play do you need to spend a certain amount of time just like in your own head being yourself out on the streets every day and outside of perform yourself yeah yeah and it's honestly tricky mm. i can say that like i don't know anyone that's having it that's not having a hard time with that. <laughs> um, but that's also to say that there's a part of me that needs to be human and needs to be a person and needs to have the basic common things to happen. So that way I feel like my art can be fueled because I can, I can honestly be one of those type of people that goes on for days and days and days and i will just like treat my artwork like it's an act of god and sacrifice like sleep and food for it and that's something that like i think most artists do and which hence becomes the starving artist because you put so much into your work that you forget that like you're you're an actual human being you need you need to connect with people you need to yeah. you need to go out you need to you need to do something and and for the most part I'm I'm actually pretty good for being one of those type of people that is for the most part like I don't really get cabin fever. So I can be one of those people that can go in for like days and days and days and be in the house and not interact with anybody and still come out, you know, somewhat sane <laughs> <laughs> and 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 not so feel like like my eyes are filled with like atrophy where it's just like oh my god a person <laughs> well you know you've come probably such a long way i mean even since the last time you were here mm -hmm. on the show um which i almost want to say was like a year and a half ago at this point it's a little over a year ago was yeah about in effect it really comes to pass how your 2019 went. Mm. And I think since it's the beginning of a brand new year that has already gotten off to a, if I may say so, a tumultuous start just in yeah. terms of like the way that the stars feel, yeah. if that is a valid uh, approach to uh, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Yeah. The, the last year um, was a very tumultuous end to a crazy decade. I mean, for what it may be worth, think about what happened 10 years ago in your life, you know, to get you where you are now yeah. with this artistry and this self-realization for how you need to be a human first and how you need to be approached that way in order to approach somebody yeah. in, in, in lockstep. When you set up a Patreon, what was going through your head about how to approach being compassionate and hope that people would think back the same way? To be honest, the intention of putting together a Patreon was to experiment on, on that is because I often feel like, you know, it's very easy to click a like. It's very easy to even to make a comment at times through social media. 
artists these days are very like satisfied with the like and the heart and the share. Damn, yeah. I mean, it's like, is that all it takes? It's and insane. I, right. And honestly, my um, instant gratification, I, I, my instant gratification is very little. Like, a like won't satisfy me. And so I yeah. think that the, the idea of making a Patreon, of course, was to find a way to kind of bridge that gap to where it's like, you know, there's an opportunity to not only see an artist kind of like mold themselves into who they want to become, but also you can kind of see it firsthand. And especially because of the way that the system is with Patreon, you know, people support it people give which by the way if you are on patreon please look me up marcus jade on patreon you could see that there is a dialogue that's starting to happen because honestly when people give you a dollar like they feel invested as an artist there also is this fear that like if you have patrons giving you money then then all of a sudden you know you have to kind of um work around the idea of okay like should I be making content that caters to them? And for me, the idea was that, well, if you like what I'm making, then you would give to it. If you don't like what I'm making, you won't give to it. Of course. And, and so that would even like challenge me to always be like, not necessarily to make, um, you know, to make a creator content that's derivative straight from the creator's mind and heart, but also content that is kind of aware of its audience. Sure. Well, you be with the backers that you have already, they are supporting you because they care enough about you as both a human and as an artist. And so therefore, if you know who's supporting you, then you could cater to that audience and hopefully that love gets spread that way. Um, right. Well, look, right. looking at your Patreon, I mean, it really is a break, like the entire story there is a breakdown of your journey. It's gorgeous. Like, where it's a really, a, you paint a fantastic, much better picture than we painted last time when you had, were on the show talking about the same exact stuff. I mean, even if they're taking the time to read through that and then actually give to you, I mean, that's a, that's, that's a genuine connection. Have you ever found any Patreon? Have you ever, I mean, Tell me if this has actually ever happened. If you've been at a show and somebody came up to you and goes, hey, I, I, I found you on Patreon, or at least Patreon was what led them to you. I... I would be... Well, fill me in. Well, so far, I've gotten, hey, I'm on Patreon. You're on Patreon too? Like, I will right. give you... Like, if, because I'm on Patreon, I will give you money. Like, mm. that's no problem. And it turns into a thing where it's like, oh, man, like, there's people that chime in outside of patreon and be like yo that post that you made really loved it word nice really good you, you have a number of goals that you've set and i yeah. find this really admirable one of the reasons why i brought this up specifically because uh as this year has progressed this is something that you did not have mm -hmm. before 2019 mm -hmm. and then you went for it and you are setting these goals and you're completing these goals and that's extremely rewarding thank you um there is a goal that's only 30% complete, which yeah. I, which it seems like this is something that you are looking to accomplish very soon, uh, beginning next month. Uh, do you want to talk about that a little bit with uh, your traveling showcase? Sure, sure, sure. So a friend of mine that I met uh, when I was in Vermont, her name is Rebecca Kerwick, and she's an amazing, an amazing artist as well. 
and her and I have been working together actually since we've been since we've met and we've kind of had a really strong rapport of supporting each other as artists and we decided we we've always kind of thrown it in the air of being like you know we should definitely go on tour and I think the incentive was just from the fact that we had met each other in Vermont during our artist residency and there was opportunity to be found in this little tiny part of Vermont in which we were able to play shows and to to play at bars to play at little diners where was it it was like a college town kind of place no uh, stockbridge vermont hell yeah hell <laughs> rock on yeah that sounds like the most ski town bum area that you could possibly find definitely ski bum <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 let me bring it to eli for a minute because being in colorado no no, no you've got not no, like no. that not like that <laughs> No, 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 but that's don't no, but seriously, like you're from Colorado, Col- so you're I am from Colorado, yeah. But the Stoner culture carryover from Colorado to Vermont has got to be bashed. I mean, come on, like, like <laughs> fill me in. What was it like? Where, did you a did you ever go to Vermont? And I've I've never been to Vermont. But did yeah, you, I gotta take you. There, there must. But I I mean I've been transported there. <laughs> Uh, energetically, if that's what you there you mean. go, there you go. Yeah. You eat I, some Ben and Jerry's, and you're like, oh, yep. okay. I also yep. just want to add real land. quick. <laughs> I just want to add real quick. She's a good fan of the people that I know from Vermont because the people that I hang oh, out oh, in yeah. Vermont. Oh, we just like, fan, yeah. I follow these people on Instagram because they're great dancers, and they follow me, and we have like had a little dialogue, like a little Insta crush. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then Marcus is like, oh, you're famous. I was like, what? Like, yeah, you're friends with these people. I was like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> you didn't yeah. tell me you were friends with these amazing dancers. So, like, what? having not actually met each other through real life, like my friends know Eli. The two months that I was in Vermont, this artist residency that I went to it was predominantly it was for all um, all different types of artists, but the ones that mainly gravitated towards it were these young dancers. Mm. And so it was just a really good opportunity, actually, for me to learn more about movement, more about my body, and more about myself. But then, yeah, like, also just find myself, like, I'm not a dancer. I think I got two left feet. And yeah. I just find myself with all these dancers. And I was just like, what a, what a small world. Small world. <laughs> small world. The, da- the dance world is extremely small. If nobody knows that. I, now, but, I'm uh, very curious <laughs> the now. The secret is out. But what sort of bit... bit Staying, but sorry to stand near you, Lana, but but what sort of dance? So you are a dancer? I yeah. So I'm a I'm a I do visual art and I'm also a dancer. Um, dancing is probably my main medium right now. Um, mm-hmm. I do like contemporary forms and yeah, kind of a mix of a lot of different things. But are, are you a solo artist? Or are you mostly or do you choreograph or what's your? Yeah, I mean, I've I've choreographed before. I've danced for a company before. Oh, which which um, company? Or Mayo Dance Company in Colorado. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Rock on. Yeah. Where's, so, where, where's that based in? It's based in Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs. Yeah. yeah. Look it up. They're, yeah, they're like, they're doing some great stuff in Colorado Springs. Nice. Um, they actually brought Gibney, which is from New York, to Colorado Springs no to way. do a, a uh, whole thing. According to the list here, Colorado Springs, Colorado does not come up on these uh, intimate homes, Marcus, that you <laughs> plan on hitting up. Oh, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which which is something I wanted to explain. So, yeah, I got offered to do a show. You're going to be in Anaheim. 
Yeah, right, Anaheim, California. In, in April? Is that in right? April. Damn, man. But I did get a, an invite to perform at a birthday party in Denver, Colorado what? in February. Dope. Nice. Do it. So, like, do it, do it. so this is all going in conjunction with this is that ideally I would come back from Colorado and I would start this tour with Rebecca. And what we're going to do is we're just going to do an East Coast tour. Now, the thing about the East Coast is that you know, given Rebecca's schedule and everything, these are the seven cities that we were honestly like thinking about on the East Coast. Hmm. But then around after that, I would start another tour, which is in part of going to South by Southwest again. And then I was looking to go and continue my portion of this tour, which would basically benefit as part of this residency that I'm going to be doing in Anaheim between march and april which is art. the art rat theater company yes um, i've that I mean that sounds awesome that you're doing that just going across the country and across the country you travel and hit up all these other cool cities oh mostly in the northeast um yeah and people can come and uh support you and get you even closer to that goal and i think that's just a Simply brilliant uh, setup you've got. Thank Check you. out Thank Patreon, you. ladies and gentlemen. Patreon slash Marcus Jade. Um, yeah. So, is are so far shows something that you care about? Are those are those? Yeah, I do. I I I care about all the shows. Nice. Uh, the thing about Artery in particular, if I may put this plug in, is that the beauty of it is that I've been putting together my own shows through nice. Artery. So when I say this might be you know this is myself talking myself up <laughs> but like when i no, say dude, i dude. i've i've put together or i've performed over you know at this point yeah it's a it's around 200 shows mm-hmm. those 200 shows i've had a hand in those 200 shows it was it was an email where it was like hey marcus this show is going on would you like to be a part of it or it was me being like hey i have this idea i want to do something can you host or do you want to perform for it? Whereas the so far the so far show, I'm telling you right now, and I don't want to throw like I said, I don't want to throw shade. Is that I've applied to do so far sound shows, yeah, and it takes weeks, if not months, for them to respond for I, you I, to do one I, show. Yeah, yeah. I, that seems reasonable. I, I can yeah. understand that being the case. Although, I mean, I don't know anything about it. I think what I'm I am I got shut I have, up. I have a couple. Now, <laughs> I think I, what I was trying to say was that I, I feel that I totally understand. Some of our some of our former guests red are tape. musician friends of mine who have also been on so, so far, much red tape. The larger the name is all yeah. I hear. Yeah, it just gets that it just takes it, especially now it takes a ridiculously long time to actually get access. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that like I think that's that that level of professionalism that you're that um, makes you wait is because they of all the red tape. And I think the beauty of Artery is that it's peer to peer. Like I, it only works when two people, when people get together. And I'm just, actual, nice. I'm just so I, happy that it's still going and it's going, and it's still yeah. going strong. Did you say <laughs> yeah. you performed 200 shows in the last like year? You say or this, so? This includes Artery shows yeah. as well yeah. as like, of course shows yeah no those the count. city as well as on the eastern seaboard that's a lot and you also went ahead and released how many albums in the span of how many weeks <laughs> like i'm looking at because i'm looking dog, Honestly, dog you can released I... three albums yeah i'm just gonna throw it out there to the can listener I speak on a minute of course he, what marcus will like he'll wake up one day he'll be like no i think i'm gonna i'm gonna make a an album with poetry in it. I'm like, okay. And then 
like I'll talk to him at the end of the day. He's like, yes, yeah, so I'm going to like post that album. Like what? <laughs> you made a, you just like, like Marcus oozes. I say this, I say this with nothing creativity. but love. Fuck you and that level of productivity. God yeah. No, damn. he is. Yeah. He's, he's I, so devoted I, to I his work. It. He just like, it, it oozes out of him. He, He's constantly making work. Well, he can't stop well making done. work, and that's that's what's beautiful. That's what makes well, a really what, good artist. So. I, it's true. Indeed. I want to touch on that actually, because that's a really fantastic update in your life. Is that you have been brave enough, as I just said, to make poetry uh, into a recorded form and mm-hmm. releasing it for people to purchase and to enjoy. Please, uh, if you wouldn't mind, I'm very very fascinated to hear one of your first poems right now something early something like very beginner uh poetry oh man oh man man well in that case in that case oh, right I, on. I, right I, on. i'm sorry no. if i didn't use the right words uh <laughs> i mean whatever you feel like you want to earlier play. the earlier the better yes like the older the better for for full disclosure <laughs> you are right now currently uh going back into your phone to access the uh the poem that you had had is, he is, is there. It's already. Yeah, it's it's there. It's you know, definitely there. I've been hot and ready like a popcorn in the microwave. Marcus Jade Poetry Here on LNR. Yeah. This poem is called Fort Waste. I've been to this place once before. The state of mind and the state of mind. Not knowing anything this place had in store for me. I escaped this place going northeast on the prairie away from another straightforward, nowhere-going city. The townies northeast call this place big and never peaked outside. I found it as it was, small and wobbly, deciding to put it in my back pocket. I learned from what it had become, from its Indiana heritage of blood and pilgrim, forager from afar calling this home Amish Settling, Kentucky Dutch backwoods, and undercover abolitionist, Fort Wayne. A spy's run from Ohio and Michiana, where three rivers ride and converge. Having overheard while I was drinking, this place is an Indian burial ground. With impenetrable values set in churches on every corner. For the native and settlers who resided here before, to me it became a test to see how the social circles overlapped and tangled and why others festered and rooted and I sinking myself in. The innocent roamed freely about as the quaint feeling could cast over me, walking under the pale aura of light on the Wells Street Bridge, looking down the St. Mary, asking myself often, is it time for me to go? All the while across, the mixing and mingling with the townies, the offbeat hipsters and brats alike, punk and edged life intertwined at a cafe, all awaiting their fix of coffee, dripping at their mouths and steaming, bellowing hookahs, brandishing their words in favor of their best friends, all waiting to play. A place we all used to meet once, with friends of friends, content 
fulfilling that this is it. Beyond me and my naive ways, I learned how different we were. For they dwelled in their Decatur, New Haven, and Huntington homes, the West Central lofts, their private education, unable to swallow their own privilege. They're pulled away from their father's hands, their mother's tradition, in a cry of rebellion. However, they still clung on tightly to the bucks with their thumbs down on South Calhoun, where differences are shunned and embraced, outlaws and vagabonds running with disparity chipped in them. Staying close to their own kin and kind, I found myself with all of them, though, in wild nights blurred with intoxication, running through cornfields, drunk out of our minds, laying awake in a pool of spilled liquor and banjos, hippies and graybill, wannabe wifed-up homebodies and Leo, staying there in their St. Joe's place, white girls using me to broaden their horizons. I ran with it. All too much has gone away from it all, away into the abyss. The despairs of shadows covered us, and the oil burned out. Go along the trail just like the rest of them, surrounded by their own knowing and their town that saved itself. I have realized that all American is not something to admire. Looking upon a much wider eye to even those and up and left, but remain loyal to their Indiana home. I came and stayed for many a night and kept my promise to not stay any longer, to roll away the mommy, to roll away from the churches and away from the land protecting it. I too, after learning a hard truth that this place, like many there, will stay and remain the same. Those who stay knowing and willingly for their good homes and security and in comfort of knowing who they are. For I did not know enough, but knew one thing, that this place is that, nothing special, nothing unique, all no different from the rest. That was gorgeous, dude. Okay, yeah, that read, that, I, you gotta tell me when you wrote that, because that reads so there seems to be a very significant amount of reflection time on it. Although it wouldn't surprise me if you wrote that when you were 16 or 17. I think I wrote that pre-college. So yeah, it was definitely right on 17, 18. It's it, it paid such a, a wonderful picture. No, no, it's um, a very, very clear. It's a very clear and, representation of, of the right? West band. That's like, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's so vivid and like it, it could be anywhere. Um, it could be anywhere well, in the that U.S. I, that I do not agree with. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying that there's so many people who could relate to so much of that of those visuals and being in these kind of environments and being in these parties and being in those positions where they don't feel paid attention to. And, Absolutely. Well, that, yeah, the, the, there's the, a the disenfranchisement. Absolutely. There's an insane amount of empathy that uh, one could pull from that and be able to yeah. really apply at least one or two of these details to their own life and their own experiences. Well, and, can, what, so but it's, it's yours and it's incredible. Yeah, Thank it's you. so vivid. It really is. It's very, very vivid and it's very thick at least in terms of the emotional feeling clearly comes through. It seems as if or it, it, you already had 
like a tendency in you just to be capturing the image in front of you in words, like just to be capturing the sort of feel of life, or was that you venting uh, and just needing to express? Yeah, I think it was both. Uh, I was, I was one of those kids that um, the art had to just come out. So it, mm. whether it was guitar or um, drawing, I've I've done a lot of like portrait drawing. I've done a lot of like just sketching, and then writing. I just it was it was one of those things that kind of came along with the process. Um, I journal a lot, and. You know, after a while, after you get tired of reading Walt Whitman, after you get tired of reading T.S. <laughs> T- T- S- Eliot and everything, no, you're just real. like, all right, my turn. Yeah. Yep. Right on. And right on, this, right this on. was before, and I had to, I had to honestly say, this is before I, I heard of uh, Leroy Jones, which mm. is Amiri Baraka now, and he's one of one of my favorite poets, as well as uh, the late great Maya Angelou. Yeah. They're both amazing black poets. And, you know, when you when you're a young black person in America, they they say that, like, the first voice you have in your head is the voice of a of a white guy. And so you have to you have to train yourself to get that white guy out of your mind (laughs) in a grand respect. Like that voice was a lot of times that that was still my voice. It wasn't a white guy. It was it was my voice not understanding, just not understanding enough about life and to what I know now. And I think that, you know, after revision, after revision, after revision, it becomes something worth being said. In the beginnings, it's just, it's just blah. It's just, it's just, just words, it's words. It's like a ball being thrown at a wall. Oh yeah. No, I know a thing or two about that. Right. And then all of a sudden it becomes, you shape it up and it becomes this thought and it becomes a reflection. It's why all my poems remain stored away in boxes in stacked, stacked, stacks, and who knows where they will be. But for all I know, they were simply just meant to be written and put out there in some kind of neither world. Who right. knows right. where it is going to? That's not a bad thing. Nah. I mean, that's that, and no. that's the beauty of like writing in itself. It's is the that, best like, thing. It's the best. It's, thing. it's the it's the best option. Writing, <laughs> writing into the void. Yeah, writing into one of the, most the wind. <laughs> Yeah, right on. It's, 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 we yeah, ours is gorgeous. We have to get back to the music portion, but before we do, we want to take a quick breather. And when we return, uh, we got guitar playing skills of the guest of honor this week on LNR. This is Marcus Jade with us here on Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn. Stick a ring, ring around. <laughs> Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air. Support independent community media by pledging whatever you can. All contributions are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at radiofreebrooklyn.org backslash donate. Again, that's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org backslash donate. Radio Free Brooklyn's Drive to Five fundraising campaign is underway. In May, 
RFB turns five years old, and we need to raise $25,000 so we can continue bringing you commercial-free independent radio for another five years. Because we think raising money should be fun, each month we will be bringing listeners fun challenges with some great prizes. The first is a trivia quiz to find out just how well you know RFB. The top five scorers will win a limited edition five-year anniversary RFB t-shirt. You can also dial 718-673-8201 to leave us a message letting us know why you love RFB. Or to wish us a happy birthday. Why not? Your message just may be played on the air. And with that, we're back with the one and only uh, 200 song, three album creating uh, Marcus J. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just giving you praise, brother. Um, and of I, course, the lovely Eli. Yes, and Eli joining and from Colorado Eli. Springs, kicking it. <laughs> Kicking it here in the rec room with us. We're going to try something a little, not different, but we're going to try something new. I'm going to have a little experiment this year with musicians who come on the show. For this first song, Marcus, you're going to do a song that uh, has aged considerably. Uh, Could you uh, tell the room uh, what what year this was made? I believe this was, yeah, this was made around um, 2010. Okay, 2010. Yeah, you, 2010. Do you, remember, 20, do you remember where you recorded it? Um, do you remember where you, sorry, do you remember where, where you con- conceived it? This was, yeah, this was my freshman year in college. And it was it was really based off of a conversation that I was having with this lady who brought me cookies in my dorm room. She was just going about, like, how it feels to be, you know, her. And I was like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, so I wrote this. I wrote this song for her, really. All right. And what's the name of it? Oh me. Oh me. Uh-huh. Right here on LNR.
Seriously, Marcus. Yeah, I, I seriously, I just really want to. Honestly, man, that's that. You, we, we get a lot of wonderful musicians on here, but it's rare to get uh, like a real experience. That's really, really. I, I want to thank you for that. It, it still bl- blows my mind that you were creating music that lush when you were just starting out. Effectively in college, you mean you had been doing this kind of guitar work for only what maybe like a few years, if not what five years. When did you pick up a guitar again for the first time? Fourteen, thirteen? Yeah, fourteen, fourteen, fifteen. Damn, yeah. damn dude, damn. That's fucking packs a wallop. Let me ask you this. Um, what was it like the first time you got back from college? You know, you've already been playing guitar for a while, but maybe this existed before you left. Yeah. But when you got back after having played that song, did that Marcus Jade like playing at family reunions? 
<laughs> uh, to be honest, I I was the last person to get picked at a family reunion to play anything. I'm still the last person. <laughs> 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 I'm still the last person. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wow. Is that really? Is that because you have a music? We we it, do you have a musical family? No, yeah, I actually don't. However, my my mom just got done saying like she had a voice and then she lost oh, it. Man. Um, That's I think awesome. I I I managed to to catch it so i i just mm. wanted to let her know that like, hey i i have your voice so on that like the fact that like you have this gift that you know you can rock some music and that uh was never encouraged whenever you would go home and be with like lots of family like no one was ever like marcus play a tune play some music no wow i well, find that was, i find that was utterly fascinating well, was music a part of your family growing up? I have an uncle that's a DJ. I have a, a, a uncle that's like he's he's a pastor, rapper, rapper, pastor. Nice, yeah. It's a, it's um, performers, but that's but that's also to Would, say that like it's it's my immediate family. I'm the only musically inclined person. Interesting. Wow. And so, like, yeah, growing up to, to say in the most appropriate way, it was encouraged to play. But it was a, it was another thing. It was never. I don't think it was ever an idea. However, I would have to say that like I did grow up being in the choir. Mm -hmm. So I did. So I did elementary choir. I was in the church choir. I was in you know middle school, high school so choir. You, I, I haven't forgotten. So it was. So it I'm was. Get those clips for me one day, dude. Right. We gotta find them <laughs> each other. We we both gotta find them. So if you if you on a if you on a beat, like let me know and I'll intercept too. Game like, on. I'll confirm it. Game on. Let's do it. <laughs> but yeah, to say to to finish up the thought, yeah, um, it was encouraged a lot outside of the home, mm -hmm. and I think that my mom was like really like yeah, you know. Keep saying it if it's gonna if it's gonna keep you out of you know trouble like right yeah saying, but it was like it was never a thing of like yo Marcus pull out the guitar while we barbecue it was it was never that so <laughs> so, if you, so if you go home now does that happen or if you were to do that when you go home they'd be like Marcus stop showing off it will probably be more like that yeah <laughs> but it would but it will also but it will also be like you know um coming actually came home to. Mm like earlier this afternoon I, I was home for a funeral um oh, sorry but that's to also say that like yeah i i saw all the a-list family members and they Wait, were there all are b list and c list family members <laughs> yes i know yeah i, know. I, just, yeah, I was <laughs> just gonna ask elon do you not have b and c and d members of your <laughs> family i've not met the d small. list if you oh. get a big enough family Right, you find people who suck. I would like to say, for the record, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm on the A list. So like, <laughs> there you go. He is right. The you are the A list. You've been doing this enough for enough time now that any of the family members, whatever list they may be on, can certainly be like, yo, he's doing his thing. Yeah, they're proud. They're ten proud. years nice. later, after that song, nice. you. Not even ten years, less than ten years. You are, are releasing this album. Well, you have the two albums. You have the poetry album, which is called Epistemologies, and then you've got your music album called From My Head, uh, which you just released like a few weeks ago. Yeah, with a really a stellar photo of you. Uh, really, just amazing uh, job. Who who did the who did the portrait of you? Man. <sighs> Uh, some actually really successful 
b-girl that's like out of jersey i forgot her name it's off the top of my head but i want to just like if i remembered her name you are appreciated would, don't worry you are appreciated you are, you are because i would so say many props for this photo no because i want to say that like yes because she had like released some song that was like the summer hit of like are you serious of, yeah out of new jersey like she's like really successful and and yeah she was like hey you're a really dope musician i want to work with you let's trade for trade and i was like yeah we did it like a cover song together oh, nice. what, what and song? in exchange it's some like some dj song that would that had like a like a splice of dance all night to this dj you will remember her name when you remember the name of this song right <laughs> I, I i just remember like that was that was like the first picture of like someone I, th I think affirming that like, hey, this no, is a musician. It's got to be a great moment. So that's that's why it's obviously like, if you look at me now, I have a beard, I have long hair, and that's like a really clean cut photo of me. But it was the first photo to say that like, I'm a musician. Like this is this is me right doing on. doing the thing. What's the song you're gonna play for me right congratulations, now? Congratulations, man. That's awesome. Um, Seriously, congratulations. Thank you. The song that I want to play now is a song that. Um, it's the way it sounds on the record it's an old school style recording but i want to play it in front of you guys this song is called sweet josephine blues radio free brooklyn radio free exclusive Yeah. 
me howling at the moon
just bam, down, down, fierce. Good goddamn. Jeez. What? Thank you. So many words, so many words, and so many plucking of the strings. Thank you. They, they, uh, they, it was just uh, magical. Magic on the strings, sir. <laughs> I, I, I am forever marveled with your ability to create a sound like that, and just there's always something around the corner, and you're not too sure what it's going to be. I'm deeply honored. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. And those who are interested in hearing even more, because I'm sure you must be at this point, because you're like, damn, um, go to Marcus jade.bandcamp.com and check out that album uh, alongside all of your other digital discography. Um, And then uh, you've got the Patreon up, which is a must look at um, and definitely worth consideration. I'm worth considering it to myself. Um, Patreon.com slash Marcus Jade. You just did a a show earlier in the week in Fort Greene, uh, a a brownstone. What else could someone come to expect uh, coming up uh, later this week? Yes, or, or the weekend. We're going to do it again. Every Monday this month, Blues Mondays in a Brownstone. RSVP for the address. All the proceeds go to the artists. Myself, yeah. I might be the one. There might say. be other artists that are guests. Please all come. Please all come join. And they could reach out to that through Artery. Reach out through Artery. Artery.is. Amazing. Marcus Jade. Thank you. you are a genius and we would be remiss if we did not uh give you a big shout for coming through at the very last minute uh to be on the show uh your uh your communicative uh abilities are uh non-contested right right no matter what i'm always reachable (laughs) thank you my man my man (laughs) Uh, thank you for being here, and yeah. thank you for joining uh, Marcus you, on this SAP. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming Absolute on. pleasure. Email us and be uh, a part of the show if you want to contribute or collaborate with us on something. Uh, lost and Rewound at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Uh, finally, it's our 200th episode coming up later this month, and you are encouraged to uh, get involved in any way you want. If you want to contribute a voice memo saying how much fun you had on the show or you just want to uh, make fun of me for or a minute. Or if you just want to drop off some crazy stuff. Yeah. Anything you got. Really, I mean. <laughs> you want to make some sound effects on your phone on the train? Do it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you want to play with an instrument? Do it. You exactly. Record yourself screaming into. Hmm, In the meantime, a random piece of concrete and hearing it reflect back at you into the void. Do it. Pl- Wait, play- really? I I'll hit you up. Play do us it, out. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Play us out, Marcus. This is Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn, and you've been listening to the sounds of me, Alan. I'm Will. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday afternoon. Ta ta. Right.